babies and germs and non-binary peoples of the world. And we are back with the second half of our character creation. So we're going to spend the majority of this section going over hunter history. So the relationships that each of our hunters have with each other. This is going to be good. But before we get into all that, when we last left the last section, John here is being a tease and he had a gear question. So we're going to answer his question first before jumping into history. John, what is your question? Okay, so I'm going up and down the characters and I'm looking at some of the stuff that's in said book. And Connor, who's played this before, can probably direct a little bit of this if I'm totally out of line. There are characters here. You said flamethrower. I didn't. There are characters here that have guns and firearms and stuff. For the Chosen, your special weapon says I have to choose haft or handle chain and all this other stuff. Will you let me build a artifact that is like an old revolvery gun or rifle type of thing? So that would be, you could be haft or handle, that'd be your call. And on business end for undermine front of the Chosen, there's artifact, heavy, Long, which scandalous, but heavy throwable if you wanted it, if at a distance, or what would you have guidance on that? Or would you just say, John, you're a idiot. Don't do that. Let's think. You know what? I will say. Because I'm not magical, but if I have this artifact that is of magic, I could write <laughs> a whole, I could write a whole through line on that shit. But I just don't want to break your game either and be like, how dare you? It's hard to break Monster of the Week if we're being completely honest because of how loose the system is. But we will definitely, most certainly, definitely try. Here's what I'll say. I will say I will approve it. So if we're going to do it, we can reflavor the handle portion to be you with your gun. And then for the business end, we'll go with artifact heavy. And then we'll reflavor, if you want, long or throwable, can be reflavored as you're going to fire something out of this thing and just use okay, the... That's fair. Because it would be gun as in shooting, but then also, I don't know what to do, and then throw the gun, because I'm an idiot. I think I do uh-huh. that if it's a magic <laughs> artifact. Like, no, you take it. Oh. Or, or just give it to your friendly mad scientist and they can do something with it. <laughs> Here, I'm out of ammo. Hold this. Okay. We, are we doing out of ammo? Hold this tinkers with it in the middle of a battle. Here you go, have fun. It now I has know. limited magical ammo. What did it's you a, do? <laughs> now it's a damn portal gun. Ah, what do I do with this thing? Oh, oh no, no it's a gun that shoots like the thunderbolt bullets. What, the, what do I do? You shoot them in the face with it. It only shoots magic bullets and it only works in Dallas. That's a joke for anyone over 30. So I think it's- I just feel like we haven't even gotten past the character creation step and we're already causing chaos already. So just what's going to happen if Mike is just, I regret my life decisions at this point. Like, why did I? <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. The government's not listening to this. Not yet. Oh, anyways. We, not, when we get to weapons, are we doing weapons next session? Or because we're going to dive into history? So, because of the question you asked, the gear is more so on your own with what you want to do with it. Okay, cool. De- yeah, and we talked about yours and reflavoring some of okay. yours for your special weapons. Well, so we are not, good. We don't have to take up. Yeah, we don't have to take up too much time on that. I'll poke around <laughs> some stuff, and you and I can go back and forth, and we can talk about it next time. Oh, definitely. This is definitely great. great. All righty. So now let's get into the last portion for character creation, at um, least. Recording wise, the history. So the cool thing about Monster of the Week is that because it is based off 
more so on collaboratively telling a story together as a group rather than just be you stick the players in and then they have to go figure things out. One of the things that I always try to avoid in my games and not to say that it's the worst thing, but it's difficult to try to get a brand new group of people who have never met each other to go on a common to find a common interest and a goal and things like that. So what Monster of the Week does eliminates that factor where all of our hunters have a little bit of history with each other. And some of them know others more in depth and have more intimate close bonds or the basic like know who they are, but never really had a deep conversation with them. So this portion is going to take a little bit of time because each playbook has a specific set of history prompts and each player will need to go around and pick one of these prompts for each hunter in the group. So granted, because Jace is not here, we're going to hold off on him for the beginning of our next session for y'all to figure that out. And then the I also we don't invite to the holidays like he's just the cousin that we're like, oh, no, don't text them. We'll just see them <laughs> when that next funeral. We'll see them there. OK, just, we don't, just the don't... cousin that we all know about and we all appreciate. And they just they're all vibing, doing their own thing. We just know that they're not very social. They don't like family gatherings. They're just there that cousin that everyone knows about. And we just send them a card that, hey, happy birthday, happy holidays. We miss you. We love you. Hope you're still alive while we're sending you this stuff. We never hear from you, so we hope you're still alive. <laughs> That's much more positive than what I was going for. Let's go with that. <laughs> that makes more sense. Excellent. Yeah, but it's a positive spin on it, so it could be feasible. Just so two people in the group end up being like really distant because it's like, hey, I thought you were dead. Sadly, I did too at one point. I thought I was dead at one point, but here I am one. alive, I think. I love that cousin that is above our pay grade now that got rich or famous. Oh or my god! that one. Oh, great. They'll never. Oh, yeah, because, you know, they did crypto back <laughs> 10 years ago. Yeah, we'll never see Carl again. Yeah, we, what it is, is we, it comes out to we all have that one fan member that we all just, everyone talks about. It's like, you heard from someone, not haven't heard from them since XYZ. Are they still alive? I don't know. Moving oh, on from that. That depends on what playbook Jace ends up picking, because that might change a lot of things. But actually, yeah, so regardless, we will wait for you guys to connect with Jace once at the next session, once I've gone through character creation with him. All right, Panda, we're going to start with you. So on your action scientist sheet underneath the history section, there are a few prompts. So we're going to go. So I'm we're going to everybody's history sheets are different. Yep. So every playbook has oh. a different prompts for their history. So no one's is the same, which is what I also appreciate about this game is oh, that you could oh. are more interesting than others. You so are. Let's yeah, so let's go in order. So, uh, what, what we were, what me and I don't remember names, Rock and Rhoda. John. Okay, what me and John were talking about having relations is you are relations, most likely distant. Tell them what that connection is. Oh boy, let's just please, let's please call let's me start Rhoda and always get my name wrong. <laughs> All right, I can't read letters, and you have like numbers in no, there. No, that's fine. So you, like, made it, you made it far better. You did great, my friend. All righty. I, that's the first one. Is your relations most likely distant? Tell them what that connection is. I'm tempted to just go with the one someone in the group just being like that distant cousin that I thought was dead. <laughs> no, I have one. So this works for me because then I have one that is. Our close blood relations asks them how close. So maybe it's like uh -huh. we are, we're close, but not. 
we can do that if you want. I am that I am a okay with that because it's okay. Like we just look at each other. Aren't you supposed to be dead? Like we just walk in and look at each other. Oh, you're alive. This might oh, be. Fuck. If this is too meta, Maddie, Mikey, tell me. If how old is your scientist? He's about twenty six. Twenty six. Okay, because my yeah. guy was gonna be like late fifties. I'm playing fifties. 60. Technically speaking, it would it could work. It could work because like technically mad scientists are typically have the branch families and stuff. Sure. So he could be from a distant branch family, but like still close blooded to a degree. So some, like it could work out. Yeah, some weird cousin uncle thing. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's my nephew. The like, characters are just like the distant cousins that each other thought that the, each of us thought the other was dead. And it's like dead no right. weren't you supposed to be dead but you see what uh-huh. happened is i thought i was dead but here i am <laughs> <laughs> i thought you died i thought you died no oh, fancy that okay all right so that, that takes care of yeah <laughs> so that answers one of them so that's good all right panda so let's which so let's see which one did you have let's go in order so which one did you pick for dakota this uh, who's going to I be playing pick, the spell i didn't pick one for anybody yet i don't okay I don't, so, I don't we'll go in, so we'll go in so we'll go yeah, so we'll go in order. So we'll go with so John's taken care of. So let's go with Dakota, yeah. who is playing the spell slinger. So the prompts I have also the other prompts I have is you were academic colleagues at some point in the past. Decide between you where and when. That, I am definitely not choosing this between anybody in the group for personal reasons. On again, off again, romance. Someone's <laughs> in there. <laughs> yeah. Decide if it's on or off right now, and I'm just like, that can end horribly in this campaign. So that one is absolutely not on the table at all, ever. Uh, You've been friends ever since you had a science adventure a while ago. Tell them what evil science nemesis you defeated together. Just buddies. You get along well when it's time to relax after all the monsters have been dealt with. Uh, Once they helped you deal with an experiment that got out of hand. Tell them what it was and let them decide how they helped you sort it out. They were there when your career changed from scientist to action scientist. Decide between you how they helped you out when you fought your first monster. You use science to get them out of a jam and they still owe you for it. Ask them what the jam was, then tell them what they did. I'm just reading. These are all great. All right. I'm like, I'm legit because of how my character is. I'm half tempted to put this character, the living poltergeist down for just buddies because of the meme that lives in my head now because of Connor's. How Connor's character was described. Just what do you guys do for fun around here? I don't know. Sometimes we throw shit at the living poltergeist. Who's the living poltergeist? Hey, yo, throws a random brick at him and it just floats around. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Connor. So. Are you cool with that history between you and the action scientist? That we are buddies, absolutely. I think it's perfect. Cool. All right, so that takes care of two. So Panda, we have Sutfin and we have Dakota left. So Sutfin once again is playing the wronged, and Dakota is the spell slinger. So let's start with our spell slinger. <laughs> So which there's one? A get, there's a lot that can go wrong with a, with spell slingers because there's so it's much true. that can go wrong with a spell. So I'm half tempted to you to put Dakota down for the last one. You use science, science to out of jam, and they still owe you for it. So I'm just like holding this over his head. Just I'm not going to tell you when I'm coming for this favor, but just know I'm coming for this favor someday, and you are not allowed to say no to this favor. Like kind of mentality. <laughs> Dakota, are you cool with that history? That's fun. Sweet. 
All righty, Panda. Yes. And then last one for Sutfin for the wronged. The wronged is the one that has powers as well. So the wronged is basically the equivalent of Sam and Dean from Supernatural. They are on a revenge mission. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to put Finn down for they helped deal with an experiment that got out of hand, because if they're going to be the wrong, they're going to they're gonna essentially going to know how my character operates to a degree. They're going to know, OK, this one needs to be watched when they're alone or they're going to blow shit up. But we also know that they sometimes know how to blow shit up in the right way. I know of this person because you saved your ass like, I don't know, five years ago. Alrighty, yeah. so th- that, that sounds okay with you, that. Yeah. That fits. All right, all right. I like cool. All righty. So that takes care of you, Panda. So since he was the last one to go through your Sutfin, let's go through your history with the group next. Okay. So the wronged has so many good options. So let's start with John the Chosen. So which one sounds good as far as John? I think with for that, for the uh, John Tozen, they also lost a friend or relative to these monsters and asked who it was, basically. Interesting. Damn, we're getting deep off the bat. <laughs> so there's someone that you and I have in common that we both lost. No, that so lost, yes lost a friend or relative yeah so john monster. your character specifically also lost a friend or relative to these monsters ask them who it was Ooh, uh also lost i'm gonna say i lost oh we can go heavy i'm gonna say i lost a child family that didn't like, take long for stuff to take a dark turn i'm gonna say that there's some deep and dark there oh my gosh i love this i love it so much Oh, uh, if it's on. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> so that's something that also happened to you that we have so, in common. So part. So with the wrong to play book, part of them when they pick is they pick somebody who they lost and what did it to them. Oh, and what did it to them? OK, so they get to pick what mon- what monster was responsible for it. And the wrong also gets to pick who they lost. And so. See, you picked a child, and that makes me excited, but I'm also terrified because once we get to Chapter 3, that's... Oof. If anyone's familiar with the Justice League Unlimited, my inspiration for that episode is with the character Ace. So if anybody knows who that is, it's about to go down. Mikey, how dare you take the freaking episode that gutted me in my freaking childhood and use that in this campaign? The audacity! (laughs) I was bawling because of that episode. It was that uh, sad. Don't I mean, worry. I don't it's know what you're great. talking about, but if we're ruining childhoods, we're off to a great start. I think we're going to be just fine. <laughs> we're going to be good. Alrighty, so to be that's... fair, this is not ruining my childhood. It's just it's the defining moment of that series. It's just like, crap. Why? Just like bawling. It was the first like technical like cartoon death that really hit you in the gut mine was, the shoe, from the, mine was the shoe from roger rabbit oh my god <laughs> not the shoe sorry unfortunately, unfortunately that one didn't hit as hard because i'm just like it's a cartoon like it's a cartoon in the real world so it's like it's not actually 
It was kind of graphic. It was graphic for the time. It's okay to kill cartoons. It's okay to kill. Wow, not what I'm. Not at all what I'm saying. Before before we get in trouble. Before we get in trouble with the tune police. (laughs) Oh boy! Alrighty, Setfin. So I'm actually this is good. I'm excited to play this one. This is going to be very interesting. Alrighty. So Setfin, what about Dakota, our spell slinger? What were you thinking for him? What you got for me? No pressure. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so two of them I'm thinking might be good with that. So either <clears throat> either they helped at a critical point with a quest and... For revenge. <laughs> right. Which says, then tell them what help what you needed help with or respect their harder knowledge and come to them for advice. Ooh. I do admittedly dig having helped out yeah, that that was my first one, so I think that would because there's so many things as the magic spell slinger part of it. I, that could tie in a lot I, of things. I did take, if you want to go that route, like arcane reputation in involves me talking with monsters, right? That works. Yep. Excellent. Alrighty, so next Setfin, what about Connor our spooky? <laughs> okay, so I think with that one, I'm gonna use the knowledge. And I came to him for advice. Like that. I like that a lot. I have a backstory idea that I think will synergize <laughs> with that really well. Yeah, I like it. Oh my goodness, it's awesome. And then, of course, last but certainly not least, Setpin, which one would you like to work with Panda on? So I think this one, and since, since you're going to be making up all kinds of interesting tools and gadgets and whatnot, you saw me absolutely lose it and go berserk. And I guess maybe it could have been some item I tested for you, maybe. And maybe it just worked too very well, or it just went off the rails and things happened. It got ugly. I'm going to go with not the reaction I was wanting. So we destroyed it because not something that should be utilized if that's the reaction we're going to get. I'm a mad scientist. I'm not cruel. That is awesome. Like uh, I may be a, I may be psychotic, but like I still have moral standards. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love that. Alrighty. So I'm just writing this down, and then of course, like always, we will get Jace once we get his character. Then we can figure out that established relationship wow. later. Alrighty. So two down, three to go. You know what? Let's go with Connor. So the spooky. Hey, who would you like me to start with? You know what? Let's start with Panda, because I'm going to save John for last on this one. (laughs) Cool. I have a question about that for John specifically. So I think, Panda, with your action scientist, I think I hope you can help me control my powers more. I think that the weird science and taking a new approach is very fitting for trying to find information and being your science experiment. I think there's too much which, synergy there. Which ties into the whole, what do you guys do for fun? I don't know. Sometimes we throw shit at the poultry guy exactly. and then he just throws an apple. Okay, cool. Someone throw a knife at the guy. I think that's perfect. So I'm going to go with, you can help me control my power. I hope you can help me control my powers. That works for me. Just like, I, just, just, I just can't I just can't wait for that first interaction of us role-playing that whole scenario and I'm just like I'm gonna have way too much fun with it 
just like someone who's just like watching, just like, why are we throwing things at him? I'm conducting an experiment. Mind your damn business. Love that. All righty. So that takes care of Panda. So, Connor, let's go with his character, The Wrong. Okay. Uh, so, I used my powers on you one time. I get to decide if it was for selfish reasons or not. And, or maybe you get to decide if it was for selfish reasons or not. And I tell you if you found out about it. Yeah. Did I use my powers on you for selfish reasons or not? I like that. That's heavy. There are some good story implications. That's some Meisner shit right there. Yeah. (laughs) So, I love that. So, Sutfin, did Connors the Spooky use their powers on you for selfish reasons or not? And I'm so excited to hear the answer. I want to say yes. Yeah. Answer. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you know that I use my powers for selfish reasons on you, as I think that's that's too impactful to not. Which kind of plays in since, you know, I come to you for advice. Yeah. I have a move that I wanted from the start, which is Jinx, which I can use to interfere with monsters or pedestrians and bystanders Mm -hmm. or other hunters. So I could have jinxed you and whatever that happened, we can roleplay that later. But I think that's, yeah. I like it. I like it Is that one of the morally gray areas your character is in, which is why you're asking to be able to control your powers better so you can use that better? I'm just like, shit. I'm just listening to this whole thing. I'm just like, technically Cameron is helping you learn to control your powers, but he doesn't know exactly what that all entails. So he's just like, this is a morally gray area. I don't like this. Who's to say? We'll find out. I'm excited for it. Oh, that's great. All righty. So next up, let's go with Dakota, our spell slinger. Dakota taught me to control my powers to the extent that I can control them right now. I think that's very fitting. And we'll have a little bit more on that once I do, Connor, because we had DMs. (laughs) We did DM each other because we're cool like that. Yes. And now I appreciate that. Listen, Dakota is a great player to have. I have I'm running multiple games with him in it. I play with him. He is a great person to have. I'm excited. They're not lies. I only speak in facts. (laughs) All right. And then, of course, finally, the chosen playbook from John. (laughs) This one's going to be interesting. Okay. Okay. So I was originally confused, but I think after looking at them more, I'm not confused. So, John, you saw me use my powers for selfish and vindictive reasons. I was there. I was at the 7-Eleven watching this happen. (laughs) Who was the victim? Oh, shit. You tell me who the victim was, and then I get to tell you what I did. I'm going to say for jealous reasons. Oh, that's too easy. And that's mean. Mikey gave us a rule not to do that. Sorry, I'm getting all these things that jumping into my brain. Like, what about <laughs> So here's so let me put a disclaimer out there. Because this is a collaborative process, if we talk about it be- together and we work out some caveats and some things about it, okay. I'm okay with it. I never want you to come up with an idea and then be like, oh no. Okay. I just 
Obviously, if it's an idea that is an automatic no that you should be aware of, then you're probably not. But if you're not so sure, we can talk it out. So what oh, were you thinking? Okay, so I'll put this given circumstance out there. I'll twist it a little. We can go this way or that way. I immediately, I, my gut instinct went to maybe it was like a romantic interest or maybe there was this moment where you were both maybe interested in someone and you just did something sneaky. So then that person came more to your side than Stufen. It's possible. Fan, excuse me. I can't read. That's easy and that's a little too simple, I think. I wonder if it was more over pet. Like you wanted the puppy. You wanted the cat. You want just so you took something of joy from them so you could have it instead. Literally stole candy from a baby. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, that's a hundred percent it. I stole candy from a baby and you watched me do it. Oh <laughs> dang. Yep. And I yep. watched you and just let it watch me. Entirely morally gray character. Just I want to control my powers better, but I've kind of done some shitty things in the past, and I'm continuously doing shitty things to the person <laughs> I'm advice for actively. Person, or are you just like chaotic, neutral kind of like alignment for this character? Because, but this is so, really leading to the chaotic gray area yeah. of stuff. So I know you did it and never forgot it. Then right. Yeah, so here's the other thing, though, right? Because, John, you and I have a history, right? Yeah. So I have a bunch of other ones that could apply to you, which is your old friends and trust each other completely. You've known each other for some time, but since your powers manifested, you keep them at a distance emotionally. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Why is that so close? So there, there were a lot of good ones, <laughs> but I think had to go with the, you saw me do something bad, and I did it. Right. And, yeah, so I took candy from a baby. For reasons that I don't know yet, but I did them. I oh, can. Yeah. Okay. I might. We'll come back to me. Okay, great. Good. Yeah. Yep. All right. I'm writing down. I know Connor stole candy from a baby. <laughs> my character was going to be the worst one in the mm. bunch. God damn. I'm just like, I'm just going to create this mad scientist character that creates really fucked up inventions that may or may not blow up in our face. And I think I'm going to be the worst. Connor's over here. Hold my beer. I got the interesting part is too because the spooky plays off of they didn't ask for these powers. They're going to use them for sure. But it's all it's. I love a good story where they have the powers and then it's you know what? Let's see how far I can test the limits of what I can and can't do. And then of course it's just going to depend because it just depending on who they interact with and things like that, they can either learn to use them for good. They can be chaotic or in the wrong hands they can. Again, pulling from Ace from the DC universe, especially in the cartoon when Joker got a hold of her, like just the chaos ensued and used her powers for evil. So it's it's interesting because the spooky is very malleable and in the right and wrong hands can determine how good or how bad things can get. So that's always one of my favorite kind of stories to be told is basically the spook is the wild card of the entire group is we don't know which way they're gonna fucking go in any given situation but it's just we're gonna watch this and then on top of that too you never know who is watching too and who might want to utilize the spooky so what i'm hearing so what i'm hearing is i need to develop special weapons to not only capture the spook but contain the spook got it contingency plans can i bring up another thing about my playbook Go for I it. That would be a good time. So similar to the Chosen having a special weapon gear thing that's that is been built, the Spooky has the dark side. 
So every time I use powers, the dark side kicks in, and my powers have an unsavory source, and sometimes you get tempted to do things you shouldn't. These could be orders from whatever granted you power, or urges that bubble up from your subconscious. Whatever it is, it's unsettling. And so I had picked out, I have to choose three tags for my dark side, and I had picked them out, and I'm going to change them now. So, Mikey, do you want me to reveal my tags, or should I keep that a secret? You know what? It, I will leave it up to you. You'll tell me anyways, whether it's in front of everyone or in private. I will leave that up to you. Yeah. So it's okay. up to you. <laughs> yeah, 100% going to tell you, but I'm going to keep it a secret from everyone else. But everyone <laughs> yes. knows I have changed what my tags are now. So Even the one helping you learn to control your powers, I see how it is. Those ones stay, but the, uh, Dark. the price to pay for my yeah. powers to use, it's, that's what I've changed now. So yeah. I'm very excited for it. I have a Connor question. Connor, do you know I know you did it? Or do I know and I just let you live in that? I think I know that because I think it's more fun to say I know that you you know that I know that I know that. Yes. (laughs) I had no witty comeback. You won. (laughs) This is going to be great. Uh, This is so much fun. All right. Dakota, let's go with the spell slinger now. All right. So let's start. All right, let's start with Panda. So which one connects you to Panda? Okay, let me know what you think of this. I thought you were dead, and now you're back. And then I get to decide what I thought killed you, which works out really well. So I have a family member that thought I was dead, that I also thought the family member was dead. So we each thought each other was dead. You thought I was dead, apparently. And you know what? I'm okay with that because that sounds like something that my character would probably do. He's like, yeah, sure. I thought I was dead. Here I am, I, I guess. Was, I was Hi. on my... So this is after you had gotten me out of this, like, sticky situation, right? On my way back to your lab to check in, see how it's going. Lab explodes. I'm just like, all right, motherfucker's dead. Walk off. That's how we're doing it. That is so excellent. The problem that I forgot, the that I forgot to ask... Uh, words asked Dakota about was how did I get him out of the situation is that what did I get him out of and how did you know I do it is I basically threw something was happening in the lab with something he did and because it was a magical conundrum that he was having an issue with and I basically threw him out of the lab so we're just going to tie that into at that point the lab explodes and he thinks I'm dead at this point <laughs> and then I waltz in very much live and he's like oh you're alive cool yeah. hi like, and I'm like, and I'm like, I used to owe me a life debt. I'm calling it in whenever I feel like it. All right. <laughs> Lovely. All righty. All right. Let's go with Connor next. The spooky. All right. Connor and I are going to be blood related. We're going to be brothers. Oh, yeah. damn. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, we've been out of contact for a while, though. And uh, how did we reconnect, Connor? So I think, uh, can we have different last names are you okay with that yeah that works yeah i think that we knew we were brothers and then not knowing anything about the setting it's hard to like for sure he's nail anything down but i think one of us went away and dropped off the face of the earth and then now we're back in the same geographical area and it's been some time yeah, that sounds great. And, and I think specifically, I think it's a whoever went away just reappeared. Just turn a corner and boop, there you are. Yeah, I like this. I like yeah. this. There's a lot to play with there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is this is going to be 
So one of the cool things with Monster of the Week, too, it's not implicitly said, but there's a lot of opportunity to have flashbacks, (laughs) which is also a staple of the genre this game pulls from, because there's always flashbacks of different things. So this. Oh, I'm so excited. This is going to be very beautiful. Uh, I got a flashback (laughs) for you, but we'll get to me in a minute. All righty. All right, Dakota, let's go with Sutfin the Wronged. So what were you thinking? <laughs> All right. So considering we, we have a history with like monsters and stuff, I'm going to say we're comrades in arms. We faced like big threats together. And it doesn't have the question, but I'll ask you, like, what are some of these threats that we've faced together? That's good. If we want to go maybe, I don't know, Vampire Den. Trying to think of what some good good other monsters would be i'd like to say we we fought a kraken yo that would be yeah (laughs) i dig that vampire den and kraken just go big or go home (laughs) just get a call hey man i got a kraken over here hey yes we need to buy i need to borrow your boat all right well so we're going to go go fishing (laughs) here's the thing okay so this I was going to wait until the end because to give you a little bit of a background, but this fictional version of Duskvale that I created technically does take place in the state of Washington. So you are nearby water. <laughs> Let's go. I wanted yes. to go with a small. So here's the thing. So I'll go on a quick tangent and then we'll continue. But I've the last couple of years, I have family that lives in Washington. So my first time there was about four years ago. And I was staying with my uncle in a small like he was living in Kent, but he was like on the outskirts and it was very mostly woodsy, very quiet town, all that stuff. Very chill, very laid back. But because of how surrounded we were by the wilderness, it also gave that wilderness danger to it and small town. This is like very comfy. And then he was just telling me, yeah, people say that Sasquatch stops here by all the time. There's because let me tell you, Washington has different like cryptids that people have learned. I learned stories about. So I was like, you know what? I want to go with that vibe. So the fictional town of Duskvale is in Washington. It is a small, small little town slash city nestled in between the woods. And it's very this population is small. Everybody knows everybody. But it's yeah, I'm so excited. It's gonna be good. It's and might get to use the line. Hey, we think you're going to need a bigger boat. Yes, (laughs) that is excellent. And then, of course, Dakota, last but not least, the chosen John's playbook. What have you got for him? So I think we're going to go with you act as my conscience when my power goes to my head. I'm your Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. And then I get to ask you about the last time this happened. The last time? I know when, actually. Um, (laughs) I can't tell you because it's what I picked for you for my next thing. Oh, okay, good. This works out. We're going to find that out in just a second. Let me write that down. (laughs) So as a side tangent, I'm interested to see what all of you end up. So once I take care of Jason, his character, this upcoming week with his character creation, I will let you know what his playbook is, and then you guys can start formulating which relationship, what history do you have with him? Oh, I'm so excited. I can already tell you, it's JC. It's going to be an old rivalry. Oh, my. 
This is going to be good. I cannot wait. By the way, he's so bummed he had to miss like he this is what verbatim. This is what he told me. He loves his friends, but he wanted to be here so bad because he really was excited about the concept of Monster of the Week. (laughs) This seems like a very like JC game. Like he (laughs) seems like a game he would enjoy. And then also like I've been talking to him as leading up into this and to I'm just excited because we're going to put it out on record there because like JC will surprise you when it comes to his moments. He's pretty laid back, but with the right character, I think he was going to surprise because he surprised us in Call of the Deep in multitude of ways for funny reasons. But then there's also a lot of depth to there. So I'm interested to see how he tackles this type of scenario, which is so good. All right, John. So since, you know, you and Dakota, like already have something let's start there so what questions so what history did you pick for our spell slinger Dakota, let me what was your conscience thing again say that again the last time you couldn't so you act as my conscience when my power goes to my head okay because what i have here is it could have been the chosen one instead of you but they failed some trial tell them how they failed Ooh. so you made the wrong choice Yo. A test of something, and I was there with you. And in choosing wrong, I didn't get to usurp the chosen one to you. It stayed with me. I dig it. I dig Boom. it. Okay. It cast right there. I don't know if we have to speak to it. We might find it in the future what that test was, what that thing was. I, I have a feeling it might have to do with me being more of the physical and you being of more of the magical. And it was one of those moments where it was like, you can't rely on magic all the time or something backfired or you something happened. And it was like, there instead yeah. of you getting instead of me being like, all right, I don't have to be the guy. Oh, I still have to be the guy. Fuck. All right, fine. I'm still the guy. <laughs> that kind of happened. I dig it. I dig it. And then right. the, sometimes the circumstances show themselves. I have on here. This is <laughs> this is also here in Strange and oh Panda's gone. No Panda come back. You saved their life, but they didn't when they didn't know monsters were real. Tell them what you saved them from. I, slowly, uh, <laughs> I saved Panda as we're related, but I'm much older, right? So I saved Panda and Panda was a baby and I couldn't save my own family. So in whatever that melee was that happened that changed me and put me on this path, the only one I was able to save was Panda. And then it got estranged from that moment. Okay, wait, what about Cameron's dad? The mad scientist guy. Could be. You could, or you, or I never, I didn't bring you with me, or you ended up choosing a different path, or you turned 13 and went, I hate my uncle, and I never saw you again. <laughs> There's a lot of details we can work out as the game progresses. There, but that just... Wait, can I DM you after we're... Please! We can play with all the given circumstances. So those two things there, for sure. Cool. Uh, after this is done, I can DM you and we can discuss that whole... Oh, you're yeah, not yeah. dead? Cool, what's up? Situation. I wonder if you were the baby... And if at one point someone took your candy, what a tangle web we weed. I swear what? to fucking Odin, I swear to Odin, if that is what this is, I'm going to lose my shit because that is going to make it that much more interesting. Universe is strange like that, yo. It really um, is. 
All Wait, right. how old is this? How old is the spooky? Let's start there. How old is the spooky? Spooky, how old are you, spooky? I was thinking, because Panda, you said you're going to be closer into the 20s range, right? 26, yes. But John's character, wherever John is on your screen, is there. apparently my character's cousin. Okay. And I'm going like, loud. Late 50s, late 50s, not quite 60. Okay. Yeah, uh, so. How old are we, brother? I'm going to say, I was thinking like mid 30s, like solid CW show age right in there. Oh, yes. You be, yes. I want to be the older or the younger. What you want? As an older brother, I always want to default to being an older brother, if you're cool with that. I'm um, I think there's a lot of angst there, too, of you got all the cool magic powers, and I just got stuck <laughs> with these uncomfortable dark side points. So. Then your cool younger brother failed the test, though. You're, you got the half-assed powers that are spooky that you can't control that are kind of cool, whereas your brother got the cool powers that can be controlled and are much more awesome, and you're kind of resentful. Oh my it. gosh, this is gold. Exactly. This is getting crazy. Okay, I gotta, I'll keep going. Let me keep going, because we we're going <laughs> to yeah. go down this rabbit hole whenever we come back. It's just, it's just funny. Sutfin and I have the family lost and what together. I literally have already got just friends from school or work or something. We're just cool. It's just we're just cool. Like we know each other from something. I don't know how we know it. How Sudfen, how do we know each other? <laughs> you know, that one time yeah. A band camp? Yeah. No. <laughs> well, that's why we got pink eye. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Were we a band camp together and then the world ended and then we realized we had to fight monsters? Don't answer that. I mean, you can pick whatever you want. <laughs> that could I have we could probably work make something work with that. <laughs> All right, so let me let me get this straight. It's band camp. Actually, you went yeah. undercover at band camp. <laughs> how, old you, how, old you, how old are you playing, Seven? <gasps> See, that's what I was thinking because it's yeah. I'm thirty-ish kind of thing. Okay, so cool. Maybe that, but, or were we counselors at Could band be. camp? Maybe we had some kind of. We just worked a summer gig for a while, and I was too old. I'm that old <laughs> counselor. I was at the time. I was that old counselor that's been there for six years. I got to get out of this right. job. It's my seventh summer with these campers. All right, I'm going to teach you these songs. I'm the supervisor now. I get paid the same. I had this job in Fairfield, California at the North Bay YMCA for six <laughs> years. I know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, you did. Too real. <laughs> that might be cool. But also, and then this kind of adds to what Sutfin's saying. And then, Mikey, this is a question for you. And I, maybe this is in the tome. I didn't look at it. When did this start? How long ago did all this break off so the events of this campaign you mean like with monsters being around have all we that been kind doing of this stuff? for 30 years have we been doing this for 50 years has the world been like this for 100 years did this start last tuesday so i will say this and you guys will find this out anyway duskvale is one of those so this is the interesting part so leaning into cryptids and monsters and all these things and the lore about it duskvale as the name suggests those who live within Duskvale are aware that there are some other beings, other creatures that go bump in the day, bump in the night, however you want to. And then there are some of them are good. And, you know, what I'm looking at for Duskvale is that this is a quasi somewhat peaceful little town where some monsters and people have been coexisting. But it's like the out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Like, we know what you are, but we can't bring attention to it. But yeah, but then over we the work- course, yeah, we were working a summer camp in Gravity Falls, and Suffin and I were just a little different I mean, kind of thing <laughs> up in the woods. Let's go. 
I do that. Uh, yeah. I feel like I that. Love, like that. Yeah. Cool. I, I love this summer camp. All right. And then and that just leaves Connor the spooky. So what's funny is it's if it's if I know Connor so candy from a baby and I know who that baby is and was and then was estranged from said baby. What I the only things I have left don't make sense. I could try. I have well, this kind of works. Yeah, if it's I'll throw this out there, Connor. You tell me what this thing is. I have here arrival at first, but you can you came to a working arrangement, which would make sense if it's I knew what you did, and it's as if I knew what you were then or that long ago. That is. And there could have been the tensiony, angry, rivalry thing, but now it's, I know what you do, you know what I do. I think I can kill you as much as you think you can kill me, working arrangement. I, yeah, no, I really like that. Yeah. Okay. I it's think, I never, uh, I never trust, I trust you enough to not get us all killed, but I don't trust you enough to trust you. This might be going too deep into it, but I think that history piece seems like a necessity. Like, the relationship itself is a necessity or born out of yeah. necessity. Sure. And I think that there's a lot of potential strain and tension there. As We have a really, really weird group yeah. in terms of, like, abilities and stuff. And then one normie who's really good with a shotgun. So yes. I think it really <laughs> makes sense to be able to have three conflicting ways of doing weird. And then you've got mad scientist crazy and guy who shoots stuff real good and i think that's i was gonna say my character has zero powers he's just he just knows how to create shit from nothing yeah and you've got all of these like oddities and stuff i think it's yeah i think that's i think rivals is the right choice because if i know yeah because and then this if this is getting too above board and or meta let me know mikey but if it's if i know that dakota had the trial and failed the trial and i know why and it went to younger brother, not older brother. I could be disappointed that older brother didn't do it. Maybe older brother didn't oh. have the huevos to do it. And then younger brother went, I'll do it. And I went, no, be careful. Don't do it. Fuck. Ah, you needed to not do that, younger brother. So now I'm yep. angry or the rival of the older brother going, you fucked up and you should have taken care of him. And you didn't. <laughs> now that misplaced yep. family thing. We yeah. live for the drama. Oh, my. <laughs> so basically what I'm hearing is John's character is basically now like the parents of the entire group because he seems so far to be the oldest. He's just say, hey, you're being a dumbass. I thought you were dead. You yeah. should have taken care of your younger brother. You fucked up the trial. You're I mean, fine. So this <laughs> isn't, if this is, and someone, oh, Connor's not going to know exactly what I'm talking about. When you come from a tiny town where everybody knows everybody and you're a camp counselor for seven years, every fucking body. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> exactly you, it. And, and you don't Wait. mean to know everybody, but you know this weird <laughs> history of, oh my God, I've been here too long. It, it just happens. And you... <laughs> so if we're living in creepy Bigfoot and I'm just, and all my friends we're just are We're just going to call it Duskvale. It's just, we're just going to call it creepy Bigfoot town. Creepy Bigfoot town. Put that on a t-shirt. And like, I mean, it kind of does work out too. If if I failed this trial and then fucked off, it fits your the narrative of one of us disappeared for a long extended yeah. period of time. Yeah, ah, and you couldn't face it anymore, or you or you messed up the trial and then that sucked you into another place for however long, and you couldn't oh, go back. Oh, there we go. Where if it That's was, was awesome, like, I just realized. Whenever you just don't realized. walk into the ah, you're gonna be gone I for 15 years. Okay, <laughs> good luck. I just realized buddy. something. 
when we What's all that? turn the corner and see each other, it's going to be the whole you meme with all of us. And it's just be like, you're supposed to be. You still it's literally alive. the Spider-Man meme. You... Yeah, <laughs> it's totally it's like the, the only meme. like normal relationships is being Sutfin. Hey man, how's it going? Oh <laughs> yeah, the only well, Sutfin is just hey guys. Oh, you're here. What? I'm what also else? very interested how we're gonna tie Jason to this whole thing too. Uh, I'm telling <laughs> you, me too. and him got a rivalry. It's gonna be great. Oh, I'm so excited. At, the only things I have left would be. Oh no. What I have, so this is for JC. JC will find this out eventually. Destined to be my mentor, or I'm in a romantic entanglement, or fated to be romantically <laughs> entangled with. Okay, hang on, hold up. Can, can so, we all just pick, with some exceptions, right? Can we just pick the on-off again love interest with JC? Please, we'll married. It, it says right here, you are married. So, all right. Guys. Okay. Okay, so how mean do we want to be? Do we pick these and tell Jace that's what he's got to roll with? But oh, in man. return, I, he gets to pick which ones he gets for you guys? <laughs> I think I would like to know what he picked. So here's what I'll do. Yeah. When I do the creation for him, I'll have him pick the questions for you guys. And then in response, we can work out when we get together next session what's left on your guys' history to connect to him. <laughs> Does that sound fair? I will say, yeah. yeah, because if Connor and I went down the we're married and not telling a one on road, we're going to ruin your game. Like, you're going yeah, to... I specifically crossed that one out and said I cannot be tempted to get married to John, so no. We even thought the same thing. We're like, yeah, no, can't do that. It's going to get weird. Bye. It's going to be bad. Oh, my gosh. That would be very interesting, but... Honestly, the history portion is one of my favorite parts of this game because just again, because the prompts are so easy to follow and it just gives away where you can just basically be as imaginative as you want with these kinds of things. But with that concludes character creation for Monster of the Week. We did it. We're only a little bit of a couple minutes past the time that we were going to, but honestly, it was. Oh, now we just got to start singing the Door of the Explorer. We did it, song. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) That is so good. Oh my goodness, that's great. But that is going to conclude the character creation for this group of players. Next time that you see me, I will be with, see, hear, whatever. We do podcasts, I swear. (laughs) Next time that you hear. Yeah, we'll see. Next time you hear from me, I will be with Jace, our sixth and final player, as I go through character creation for him. So I'm going to run him through the gambit, and then this is going to be so interesting to figure out how he connects to everybody. And then after that, we will begin our campaign proper with a small opening to the world, the little town of Duskvale. And the events that are about to take place that are going to change this little small town in Washington forever. But that is going to be it for all of us here for Duskvale. Thank you so much for tuning into the character creation session for this game. As I mentioned, after we get through Jace's character creation, when we come back, all six players will be here and we can begin the story proper and explore what lies in wait in Duskvale. Until then, from all of us here at the Vibe Tribe Productions, remember, take care of each other, love one another, and as always, you gotta let the good times roll. Until next episode, we'll see you later. 
Take care. And welcome back. So in the previous episode, you heard me run five out of my six players through character creation for Duskvale, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast. And now I am back with my sixth and final player in this amazing or chaotic campaign. We have yet to see yet, so we shall see how everything goes. But before we jump into character creation with him, I'm going to allow himself to introduce him to all of you listening audience. So, Jace, take it away. How's it going? I'm Jace or JC Vanguard. I'm the stupidly slow one that could not make it the first time. I'm going to figure out to do this. This game looks really interesting, and, my, and how Mikey described it seems like it's fun. So, let's roll up a character and see what we got. Excellent. All right, Jace. So, really quickly for you, since you weren't here last time, I'm just going to give you the Spark Notes version. Monster of the Week is a game that is made by Evil Hat Productions. So, shout out to them. For Monster of the Week, the game system is powered by the Apocalypse, which means that the only thing you need is a character sheet and two six sided die for everything in this game. Less number crunchy and more chaotic story collaborating. It's a great time. <laughs> Sexy, I like RP. Yes, yes, yes. And you are really good at it, I will admit. <laughs> yeah, debatable. I'm quiet at times. I like Fair. to listen. I like to watch. All right, then. <laughs> All righty. So with character creation, Jace, there are a few steps that we are going to follow. I will be walking you through, easing you in as we go through. For the most part, everything is okay. self-explanatory. There's just a couple of bits and pieces that we're going to need to go over. But the first step in our character creation for Monster of the Week is to pick a playbook. So think of the playbook as your class for this game okay roger so as you are perusing through to let you know with monster of the week it's not mandatory but it is recommended that everyone doesn't pick the same playbook but there's so many so that chance for a possibility is low but quickly to go over the quote-unquote party composition so far we have our action scientist, which is going to be played by Panda. So I'm also going to give you the character, the playbooks and the actual people playing them. Shiro or Dakota is playing our spells. Good old Sutfin is playing the wronged. The professor is playing the chosen. Connor is playing the spooky. So the playbooks that have been picked so far are the action scientist, the spell slinger, the wronged, the chosen and the spooky. So I could technically be the expert, which would be a ranger, if I'm going to correspond that to something I'm familiar with. So the cool thing with Monster of the Week is a lot of it is based in pop culture. So Monster of the Week essentially pulls inspiration from things like the X-Files, Supernatural, Twin Peaks, Gravity Falls, all that good stuff. Gravity Falls, a cartoon show, really. Because Gravity Falls could be classified as Monster of the Week because oh, yeah, there's it's good. It's good, dude. It's out yeah. there. It's a kid's show. It was good. Ah, uh, man. I was like, it had great storytelling, but yeah, we could go on and on about it. But so really quickly, if you were looking at the experts, so the expert is a hunter, which is what the players are known in this game, 
who knows all about monsters and magic that knows a lot of hidden secrets and how to find out more and also has a well-supplied base to work from. So the expert's fun to play because you also get a base of operations too. <laughs> so the two I was actually looking at, which I'm really glad no one picked, was either the expert or the summoned. Ooh, okay. So the summoned is very, the summoned is so much fun. Huh? So... The summoned is a creature summoned to the end of the world, but who has decided they do not want to do that. Lots of weird powers, dangerous and hard to kill. Yeah, I, you know what? I think I'd rather be the summon just because chaos. Alrighty, so let me write this down. I do enjoy the chaos. Oh man, <laughs> this is going to be fun. Oh, it's not even on my list. It's not on the list I can fill up for the playbook. So the crazy thing is that the summoned is one of the playbooks that is like officially unofficial, which means that. Is it in the Tome of Mysteries one that you were talking to me about? No. So the summoned is its own. It's a community based thing here. I'll post a link right now in. Oh, I was going to say, if you have to post a link, I might as well just go do something to the expert, because that's at least on here, and I don't have to worry about finding it or worrying about it. It's up to you, man. Like, I don't mind doing it. If you want to play the summon, then I can. But if you rather go with the expert, I'm cool with that, too. I'm here for whatever you want. The expert. Yeah, okay. I found the expert, so let's just do the expert. It's just, it's just easier. It's already in front of me. Okay, no worries. Maybe the summon would be like, okay, if, if by chance this character somehow dies, I doubt it. But if it does, I will switch to that. Nice. That, let's do it easy for now because I don't want to. I don't want to think mm -hmm. too hard tonight. It's been one of those days, one of those months actually. But we'll take. We'll go with ease of access. Alrighty. Cool. So we have our expert. So if you take a look at the expert sheet, I'm on it. And actually, let me pull it up on mine. All right. Makes sense. Ah, okay, here we go. All righty, Jace. So as you take a look at the expert, at least in mind, the next thing that you're going to do, and it doesn't take very long, is first you're going to pick your character descriptors. So there are two bullet points from look which is pick one from each. So for your look, you have thoughtful face, line face, scarred face, contemplative face. Basically, it describes what you look like and then what you are wearing as well. So you get to decide of those from the look category, what you want to give a descriptor for your character, or you can come up with your own. So, so that one's very easy. Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, we're going to go with the experienced face. Experienced. I'm going to go... Utility. Okay, so utility clothes. Experience and utility is what I'm going with. So just like, okay, it's been there, done some things, seen some shit. Excellent. See, and that was easy. Alrighty. So next, what we're gonna do is we are going to go through, and you, we're going you in particular, my friend, are gonna pick a rating for your character. So to give a little bit of a brief explanation, in Monster of the Week. There are a multitude of moves that a hunter can make within the game, but all those moves boil down to five basic categories that the moves would fall under. In Monster of the Week, these five core stats, if you will, 
basically encompass all the moves. And they are charm, cool, sharp, tough, and weird. Huh? I picked one already. Okay. So which line, which rating did you pick? The first one. So I'm going to do minus one charm because I'm not going to be a people person because it's not really going to help me. Cool, so I can stay under pressure. Sharp, so I can help investigate things. Tough, because I need to be able to kick ass. So that's the first line. That's the one that kind of makes the most sense for the character. It is. Okay. And then zero to weird, so you don't get a minus or a bonus to it. So weird, it's not what you think. Weird in this game refers to your ability to use magic in this game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't need magic. <laughs> that's true. You have a spell slinger on the group already so you're good i'm pretty sure i'm good all right so that was easy so next what we're going to take a look at is with the expert we're going to take a look at their moves so all hunters get the basic moves which incorporates things like investigate a mystery use magic one of my favorite moves is called kick some ass But on top of all the basic moves, the expert also gets to pick two specific moves to the playbook. So on your character sheet, there is a variety of different expert moves that you can pick. So from that list, you may pick two. So in bold, they have the title and then the explanation of what it means as well. So I'll give you a little bit to look over that, and then you just let me know which two you're going to go with. It wasn't as bad as it looked. Okay. And let's see one that... Okay, there's one. We're going to go with Precise Strike. Ooh, very nice. Alrighty. So that was easy enough. So now that we've taken care of the moves, let's take a look at your Haven. So with the expert, you are allowed to pick a haven of your choice. So you may pick three options for your haven. So these are three aspects of your particular haven that you can have that when you or the group need to, you can find this information in your haven. So once again, I will let you look over that. And then you tell me what three options are in your haven. It doesn't make sense. I don't know what anyone else grabbed, but I think I'm just going to grab. I guess it all depends on certain people if they get different stuff. Uh, Yeah. So each playbook has different things. So you're the only person that has a haven. All right. Infirmary, workshop, and panic room. So I can heal people. I can fix stuff. And panic room as I have supplies. That is always a good thing. All righty. Now... Flavor wise, (laughs) flavor wise, where is your haven? Oh, my haven involves all these three things. It's not three separate places. It's one. It's one whole place, right? Yeah. So when I mean by flavor, it's like for an example, in a Monster of the Week game that I was a part of a little bit, somebody picked the expert in their haven. They had these three things, but it was located in a Winnebago. (laughs) Really? Yes. So when I mean we do the hell out of it. Pretty much. It was a giant RV with this kind of stuff in it. So when I say flavor it, it's is this in a cabin? Is this RV? Is this like that? Like, where is, or is all this located? This it could be, be in a, a 
Go ahead. To, I'll flavor it, but I want some a little bit of backdrop. For Monster of the Week, are we going to be pretty much working out of my haven and going off as like a home base from that to wherever we're going? I will say that is or going to be... I'm going to say that... The, located in one town, and then we're just working around this one town's problems. Ooh, okay. So I guess this is a good time now as ever to give you a little bit of information behind the actual little town of Duskvale. So Duskvale is go is a fictional town. It is located in the more mountainous regions of Washington. So this is going to be in the Washington state. So if you think of places like Ording, Kent, very small town surrounded by the woods and mountains, still very quiet, sleepy-esque town. And the way that Duskvale works is that essentially what it is that the monst- there are monsters and people who live amongst each other, so everybody knows of the monster's existence, but it's like one of those things where when visitors come, they try to blend in, but this little town is all about the cryptids. There are monsters that live here alongside people, all that good. But over the course of the campaign, things are going to happen that are going to throw this peaceful little town in upheaval. So that's a little bit of the background. But essentially what it's going to happen is you're going to have to deal with some not so friendly monsters. And so that ultimately depends on. Yeah. So wherever you want your home base to be, that is a conversation to have with the rest of the group before we start the actual session next time when we get there. But it depends. You could have it could be like a rental house. It could be a cabin. It could be some random basement somewhere. Shoot, it could even be, I don't know, if you're an expert, it could be it could be a mobile home. Shoot, it can even be like an empty classroom at the college or whatever you want it to be. You just got to, you know what I mean? So you go in like prepper brain, trying to think where would be the most efficient to get to in the whole town would still be able to get to it no matter what. Oh, shit, that's too far away. We really can't run there now. It would have to be in town. I would say it would be maybe like the outskirts, maybe my house. And my house is prepped out for like stupid shit. <laughs> yes. Were, so I'd be like the prepper yeah. in the woods pretty much. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's just like everybody knows. Hey, yeah. Have you heard of old man Grady? Yeah. I heard him. Don't go out there at night. This is like, you never know what you're going to find. Like you're the type of person that everyone knows you. You're cool with some people, but they're like, yeah, don't go there by yourself. Not exactly, but more of keep to myself. Yeah. But yeah, I will. I would say let's do it more like outskirts of the out, very outskirts of the like suburbs like, where I got like a couple acres to myself. So there's some semblance of, peace but it's close enough to town where we can get to if we need to cool sounds good to me and then we'll just say we went prepper hard and there's shipping containers as my basement and that is what i have all the stuff in oh heck yes i love that so let's go like three inch thick steel shipping containers as my in my basement and it's got uh, each shipping <laughs> container has a different thing inside it. Oh, yes. I love that. <laughs> Play with that. It looks like a no. normal ranch house outside. Oh, my goodness. I love that. Okay. So with the Haven done, so that essentially clears up and finishes the moves, particularly for the expert. So now, really quickly, let's go into... So 
the expert gets monster slaying weapons and they get and you get to pick three from the list provided. I see minuses next to it. So that's actually a dash, not a minus. So what that means is so in Monster of the Week, when you have combat, uh, basically the number that is listed next to each weapon is how much harm you are able to do with it. For example, the mallet in the wooden stakes has a three harm intimate slow wooden, which are descriptors of the actual weapon. So they're more for narrative purposes. But if you were to make it, if you were to roll to kick some ass and you succeeded and you hit this thing with a monster, if it doesn't have any defenses and or resistances, then you hit it with a full three. But then if it's saying you were fighting like, I don't know, a ghost armor and it was a ghost stuck inside a piece of armor and the armor gave two. So three minus two, you would be dealing one harm to it. All that good stuff. Let's go. Oh, should I go supernatural and get a blessed knife? You can if you want. Listen, I'm here for whatever you decide because you have so- what I love about Monster of the Week. It gives you free reign of how you want to play this character. So it gives you the stuff. But you don't have to stick to the archetype, and it gives oh, you so much freedom to play it how well, you we're want. Doing old, we're doing Old Man Sam. Old Man Sam has the blessed knife and a shotgun. So, blessed knife and a shotgun, and you get one more weapon. Oh, three? Ooh, and it oh, says pick three? Wasn't expecting three. We'll do a sword as well. We'll do the silver sword, just so that in case we come up with any werewolves or any other bullshit. That's Very nice. That. So, we can deal with... Werewolves and vampires or whatever for silver. Then we have plus knife. We have, oh, I don't know, vampires and fucking demons. And then a shotgun just to finish off the mess. Love that. Hey, get prepared. Why not? Oh, of course. Alrighty. So really the last thing that I will tell you about, there's a couple things. Actually, I'll wait for luck and harm until we're all together next session. So that way I can go over it. But... The last thing to get you to start thinking about it a little bit is the history portion. So what we'll do is before we jump into the story proper next episode, each playbook has a different set of questions that connects you to each of the hunters. So at the beginning, before we jump into next episode, we are going to complete your history with the group. So you will be picking one of these prompts to go with each of the other five people in the group. And then they're also, they also decided as a group alongside me that we were going to wait until you were joined, till you joined us for them to complete their history with you. So you get to pick for them and then they get to pick a connection from their playbook to you. So it's a lot. It's crazy. A distant relation. Tell them exactly what. Oh, yeah, this is so much fun to do. It's like a distant relation. Tell them exactly what. I love the one where you were previously both members of an Eldridge group, now disbanded. Ask them why they left, then tell them why you did. That was boring. You weren't there anymore. Yeah, some of these are really fun. This is a really good time. Okay, my pronouns are going to be dumb and ass. (sighs) Oh, my goodness. I love that. I think I'm not typing that in. No, I know you are. (laughs) I know you are, but it's okay. (laughs) Oh, I heard the best, the best, like, burn I've ever heard. (laughs) What would that be? So this one guy was, it was a Call of Duty thing, right? Or 
Call of Duty or Rainbow Six Siege, where they're being dumbasses. Oh, my pronouns is they them. It's like, bitch, your pronouns are Mo and Lester. Shut up. Damn. <laughs> I was like, oh. That is savage. That is a bird and a half. If this was if this was that seventy show, we would have heard Kelso in the background. Kelso's great. Alrighty, Jace. I told you I would get you in and out real quick. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not done yet. What about cool, charm, sharp? Like, I got it. That's entering all that stuff I came down from below. That goes up here. Yes. So whatever you put in, whatever rating line that you picked is what you put in for those stats. So minus one. So what that means is, obviously, when you roll your 2d6, when I have you do a move associated with one of those stats... You either add or subtract if you have any modifier to it. And actually, this would be a good time. So really quickly. So when you are making a roll in this game, there are three varying degrees of success that you get. So with all these moves, your three categories is on a 10 plus, which is like the best outcome for a move. Seven to nine is pretty okay, but there may or may not be some pushback or consequence depending on what move that you're using. And six and below is not good and is the worst of the possible outcomes that you can have. Okay. Now, the cool thing is in Monster of the Week, because it is using Powered by the Apocalypse, when you fail, so at any time you fail is when you roll a six or less on your die, you get to mark experience in this game. Experience is what allows you to, even though you fail, you still get experience points. And once you reach enough, I believe it's seven or eight boxes underneath experience. Once you check all those boxes, then you get to level up. And then leveling up means you can increase things. You can pick extra skills, all that stuff. So... Thank goodness I have 40 die of DC. So the beautiful thing is even in failure, you still get experience because you learned painfully. <laughs> I learned that probably I'm going to be a dumbass. I'm going to be dumb and or an ass. That's true. So yeah, so when you are using those core stats, they all associate with a different hunter move that everyone can do. So to give you some fun, because I like the naming mechanics, this so the basic moves that every hunter gets is act under pressure, help out, investigate a mystery, my personal favorite, kick some ass, manipulate someone, protect someone, read a bad situation, and of course the big whammo, using magic. And that is going to be And then of course... When we get to the actual session, if you look in player handouts, there's also a hunter reference sheet, which lists all those basic moves for you and what they do, as well as the results on the rolls that you would get if you were to roll that move. Again, what I love about Monster of the Week, it's very light on number crunchy game mechanics, and it focuses more on a crazy ass story. Oh, it's going to be fun to figure out. Oh, it's going to be a good time. But that is going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited because Dakota picked the Spell Slinger. And of course, he had to pick the one that was like not the hardest, but is the most like he has the most to manage in this game because there's like additional things that the Spell Slinger has to do. Oh, he's, he's got the brain for it. He's fine. Yeah, he'll he's great. We love him. I'm so excited to have you in this game. I think you're going to fit very well with these lovable casts of crazies. 
I will oh. say though, I will say though too, they are really excited to have you too. They're really, really excited. I'm glad they're excited because I'm excited for this new thing. I'm excited to get to know some people I haven't really played with, and I'm surprised they're excited to play with the dumbass. But it's going to be interesting to see. Let's, let's play it out. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I said, get you in and out. Is there any other questions that I can answer for you before we sign off for the set for this episode? I'm gonna save this so I can come back to it. It's already checked and stuff up, hopefully for me. What I am concerned about is how do I get rid of all the other bullshit on my list? Define other bullshit. <laughs> how do I get rid of the chosen and stuff like that? That stuff on here that I don't really need to have. On my... Oh, you mean how to save it? How do I save okay. it with only my page? Gotcha. That's something that I can walk you through recording, so to speak, and we'll get you all settled in. Is that cool? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saving a desktop so I have it here referencing my pages. Alrighty. Yep. Okay. All right. To all the listening audience that tuned in for this little quick special character creation part thus, thank you so much for letting me walk, well, listening to me walk Jace through character creation again. Monster of the Week is so simple when it comes to its character creation. It's really easy to do. But when we come back with the next episode, we will be finishing out Jace's character creation by having him establish history with our other hunters. And in turn, they will finish out their history by making connections with him. And then we finally get to jump straight into Duskvale and to see what kind of mystery and monsters await our hunters. I'm so excited. This opening arc is going to be so much fun. This is great. But until then, as always, from all of us here at the D&D, not D&D, oops, scratch that, edit that out, Mikey, you don't need to try again. From all of us here at Vibe Tribe Productions, remember, take care of each other, love one another, and as always, let the good times roll. Until next time, we'll see you later. This has been a Vibe Tribe production. Remember, take care of each other, love one another, and as always, keep those good times rolling. We'll see you next time.